Hey everybody, this is Adam, co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, Unpopular Opinion is a whole network now. We put out 10 to 12 episodes each week, all sorts of different shows. I host six of those episodes every week. You can hear me talk about true crime, you can hear me talk about conspiracy theories, documentaries, the band Nirvana, all kinds of stuff. There's lots of great co-hosts. And we have a whole lineup of podcasts that I'm not on, like Best Bad Movie Ever with Tom Ryman. Maybe you've heard of that guy. And you get all of that for just $5 a month. It's the best deal in entertainment history, I'm pretty sure. It's a hard thing to verify, so we shouldn't even argue about it. Just let me have my position on this. Anyway, patreon.com slash unpops. $5 a month. Check out the rest of our podcasts. If you like this one, you'll probably like the others, too. And hey, thanks for listening. We love you. Enjoy the show. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he is the co-host of the Profiles and Eccentricity podcast, which you can hear on the Unpops Network, and you should check it out because it's a good one. We're always happy to have him here, ladies and gentlemen, John Fahey. Also joining me, he's the host of something called the Cracked Podcast. I think I have that right. Cracked. I think that's how it's pronounced. He's also a fantastic comic and one of my favorite people in the entire world. Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend Alex Schmidt. It's going to be a great show. We're ready. I'm taping. You're taping? Straight to tape. Straight to, we do this on cassette. This yep. podcast is real on cassette. To real Analog is the way to go. Yeah. When do I get the episodes in the mail? They, they're coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a Columbia House thing. You buy the first <laughs> 16 episodes for one penny, yeah. and then we send you an episode every month, and if you don't want to keep it, you better mail it back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. How's everyone doing? Good. Yay. Great. Good. Good. I it's like really it. good to be here, man. Alex yeah. Schmidt's here. Yeah. Yay. Oh, my God. People are going to be so excited. Oh, that would be very nice of them. It's, it's, I'm just very happy. Yeah. How have you been? Uh, things, are, things have been uh, strange, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah, it's been a weird month. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, weird, I'm ro- weird trying to roll Six with it. weeks or so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex hosts the Cracked podcast. I do. Heard of it. Obvs. Yeah. I, we have heard of it. I've been on <laughs> yeah. it before. Same. Crazy. Yeah, we should get John again. Yeah, we should do that. I'd love to do it. Yeah, yeah, good. And John Fahey, just as he's taking a drink. Hi. Oh. <laughs> I love doing that to people. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm really good. Thanks for doing it. This is what, your second second this is or my third time? Second, uh, I think, time. I think Maybe. second. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe third. I don't know. Yeah. John's been on the podcast before. He's been on ListCast a whole bunch. Yep. Brett's here. Hi. Hi, Brett. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Brett. Hello, Alex. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
You don't talk to Alex. <laughs> talk to me now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, master. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Alex, what have you been what have you been up to lately? I've been tra- You know, the hardest uh, uh, part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call the segment This Week at Me. It's about to get really intense. Playing this myself <laughs> on the guitar. 12 string. I actually play this on. It doesn't sound as jangly as you'd expect. Yeah. From a distorted 12 string. But I feel like your full Prince outfit is muffling it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the wind machine. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Fade it out, Brett. Also, okay. I don't know how that caught me off guard. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I knew. It's yeah. like in my bones. And yeah. I didn't. I messed it up. You had to know it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> So how we're we're talking about false alarms today? Yeah, Ooh. wee, because mm-hmm. that's a thing that happened recently. <laughs> yeah, if you, I know one person in Hawaii and not well enough to get her on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I kind of wish we could have just gotten someone from Hawaii on the podcast and been like, "What was that like?" Yeah, <laughs> it was. How many random I mean, people did you sleep with <laughs> in thirty-eight <laughs> minutes? <laughs> yeah, this Me. whole thing it speaks <laughs> it speaks very well of the Hawaiian people. You know, like if I if if L.A. had 38 minutes of thinking the world was over, there wouldn't be an L.A. anymore. Like, oh, good no. for the Hawaiians. They yeah, handled we would have great torn this place to shreds. Yeah. Yeah. And then been like, oops. Yeah. Yeah. We still have to live here now. Yeah. I would just have like the H from the Hollywood sign in my place now. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, no, I really overdid it. OK. <laughs> we should see other people. <laughs> you slept with the H. <laughs> it was my joke. Hawaii, everyone in Hawaii got a text message. Yeah. Or if you were watching TV, they cut in on TV. Didn't cut away from the basketball game entirely. Wow. Because you still wanted to know how that was going to end. Yeah. You still had got some sure. money on that. Because yeah. what if it was only like four minutes left? You got 15 before that missile's coming. Yeah. You can check out the end of that game. Yeah. Yeah, they were like cutting into TV broadcasts to say, hey, there's a missile coming. This isn't a drill. You're all going to die. Yeah. Okay. But are the TCU horned frogs going to cover the spread? You know exactly. What I mean? like, yeah. That's what I care about as, the, as I die in hellfire <laughs> from a missile. God. <laughs> yeah. They blamed it on someone hitting the wrong button. This is, <laughs> the wrong button was pushed. That's a quote from Vern Miyagi. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi of Hawaii's <laughs> Emergency Management Agency. Well, in America, when you have the biggest and best buttons, it is sometimes unfortunate because you just hit them sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You just bump up against them with your bum. Yeah, buttons yeah. are there to be hit. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You see a button, you want to hit it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Why not? But it was actually a drop-down menu. It wasn't a button, so stop being fucking idiots. Uh, uh, should we? Let's look at the drop-down menu quick. Everyone should look at it. Like, mm-hmm. I had never seen it, and when you sent it to me, it is very confusing. But when you say a drop-down menu, everyone has experience of go- being on dominoes.com and being like, ah, uh, yes, <laughs> sausage. Oh, no, I meant sausage. Oh, let me just, oh, yeah. So- no, oh, okay. Sausage. Yeah, sausage. All right. Yeah. Le- left side only. <laughs> Again, it's a little bit complicated. It's like, it's easy. It's great. Our, our great-grandparents would be amazed, but there's an accuracy problem. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this drop-down menu, it has... First of all, you'd have to know PACCOM means missile coming. Wow. Means Pac-Man Capcom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. And there's another one that says PACCOM, but it says drill first. <laughs> yeah, right. 
And apparently this guy was just trying to test the system, so he should have selected drill. Mm-hmm. Or the new false alarm option, which is BMD false alarm, which is also not clear. No. I don't, I don't know what any of these things mean. And no. I, I, you know, I, I feel like basically everyone has committed a mistake larger than the person who clicked the wrong thing here. You know what I mean? Like It's pretty oh, yeah, hard. For sure. And very There's confusing. also a few, a few Amber, lit, Amber Alert options on here, but it's not even in alphabetical or it doesn't even seem yeah. to be in any order. Like the two, two of the three top hits on this list are Amber Alerts and then about like eight or nine down is another Amber Alert yeah. test. Yeah. So the test... Maybe all the test ones should be grouped together, and all the real ones should be grouped together. It's weird. It is very weird. Yeah. Maybe just not even having them all on the same page. Did I introduce you? I feel like I didn't even introduce you. Did I introduce you? Yeah, you said it. Okay. Good. It's just it, we spent all that time cutting off Alex, and right. I can't remember if I introduced John Fahey from yeah. the Profiles and Eccentricity podcast. Yeah, John yeah. Fahey, John Which is Fahey, a fantastic Fahey. podcast that people should also listen to before we get too deep into Aww, this. Thanks. It's just that it, John's it, here all the time, so I just gloss over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I take him for granted. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yep, yeah, you start hitting the wrong button. I deserve to get hit by this missile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm so exotic. I distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to jump in and make sure I introduced all the guests. So yeah, this drop down. It's just that on like three inches of screen real estate on your desktop computer, you have a high surf warning is happening, uh, an amber alert is happening, and everyone's about to die from a missile, and a tsunami is happening, and also options for none of these are happening. It's just a test. Yeah, I do really think that a two-step process, though, for anything like, what are you trying to do? Are yeah. you trying to let people know a missile's coming, or are you trying to have a drill? Or are you trying to have an Amber Alert? Okay, hit this, then hit another thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, like extreme clippy. When right, I, <laughs> right, yeah. Like, <laughs> when I export a podcast, it's like... It asked me more things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, like are you sure... You, you sure? want to save that as an audacity project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> right. It'll be, I could just undo it. Yeah, and the thing is that... Should they, be a pop-up that's like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> they have... They, they put the false alarm. That's in the drop-down menu now. That's part of the problem. <laughs> oh, they didn't have a false alarm. They couldn't just... If you accidentally tell all of Hawaii a missile's coming... You couldn't just quickly follow that up with, oh, just joking. We really fucked up there. Yeah. <laughs> and Trump didn't say anything. Right. It's golfing. It was a Monday. He was busy golfing. I think, was it this Monday? I think it was. When was I want to say Saturday. I have no idea. Did but any, but he, he golfs so often, it's hard to tell which day. Was there like a breakdown of when he was informed? Because that is terrifying. He's not oh, really informed mean, about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, what you I'm mean saying? the timeline of of yeah him being told. Yeah, I saw I the headline knows. for it, but I didn't read it because I assumed it was just going to be like a joke article where they're like he was golfing, right? And yeah, that's going to be the whole timeline. Yeah, right. <laughs> scary to think about. Yeah, but right. would, like a Cuban Missile Crisis documentary, it ain't. You know, like, <laughs> uh, he was just golfing, and then we figured it out. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I think Hawaii's governor took uh, credit for it. Like, I'm not credit or blame. Uh, he was like, ah, no, this, this is on me because I'm the governor. So it's on me. And he's a Democrat. And, but I don't know. I, I blame whoever designed the menu. Like, whoever, it's not the operator's fault to me. I, yeah. I think they're fine. 
they, yeah. they were just faced with like a really poorly set up system. Let's listen to some reactions from people who were there. This oh, is wow. from. Bro, I saw this missile come and I was like, locals only, bro. <laughs> 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 this is from a local news report. Hey. The emergency alert caused pandemonium when it went out to cell phones this morning across the islands, <laughs> and it did not mince words. Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii, it said. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. That would be so scary. The false alert also went out on local TV. Look at that. The game's still going. The Pacific Command has detected a missile threat to Hawaii. And this is during an Ole Miss versus Florida basketball First quarter, too. Desperate parents put their children into manholes. Terrified families huddled in closets. Still there. What they thought could be their final goodbyes. And I just wanted to know that I love you guys. We thought this was it. Laurie Callies and her family ran to their basement for cover. My 95-year-old mother, who we were not going to say anything to until we had all the information, who lives in a (laughs) retirement community here, called us on the phone and she said, I can't get on the floor. I can't get on the floor. What does that mean? And she survived Pearl Harbor. That what terror soon Probably like a duck and cover thing. Like the oh, yeah. turtle cartoon or something. Seen people starting to run. The hotel staff came and told my parents, seek shelter, you only have 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mistake was part of an early warning system right. put into place amid rising tensions so, yeah. between President Trump. Oh, my God. That's some of the reactions from people. That would be pretty horrifying. Yeah. 38 yeah. minutes. That's way too long to think you're all going to get nuked. Yeah. I can't believe there are still like uh, but any buildings standing there long just enough. from people. Yeah. Yeah. But not long enough to watch an, a full episode of television. <laughs> an hour yeah. long. That yeah. would be really frustrating. The kids, right. the kids in the manholes is too much, dude. Yeah. That is... Yeah. Whoo! And so were they just thinking the kids were going to like form their own society down they, they, there? They and... come back up with flippers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, figure it out, dude. Like, like... That's a weird tactic. Yeah. Missiles coming. Throw the kids in the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to go get in a secure concrete basement somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a bottle. <laughs> we never loved you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that happened in Hawaii. Let's look at it's uh, from that newscast. Hawaii, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. They. I learned that I've been culturally insensitive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I until you sent this doc that this thing happened over the weekend from when we're recording this, and until you sent the doc, I forgot about it. And it's crazy. Like, yeah, the world is nuts now. How do how does that wash over me that everyone in Hawaii thought they were going to die? There's so much going on. <laughs> like, yeah, in the world. Yeah, that there's just like stories like this that by the end of the year we're going to be like, oh yeah, that did happen, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, saying, like two weeks before Hawaii got nuked by North Korea. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> I was that. saying something the other day. Like I was so beside myself with like anger over what was going on when I was in my twenties and and Bush was president. Yeah, but now I'm in my thirties and it's way worse. And I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, way fired up when Bush was in office. Oh man. Oh yeah. me too. Yeah. And, and it's now it's just like so <sighs> much. So much worse. I don't have the energy for this anymore. This is a a fact sheet. The Guam's Homeland Security, which who even knew Guam had Homeland Security? They put out a fact sheet for preparing for an imminent missile threat. And it's a lot of just get inside by uh, get inside a concrete building, which is that's kind of the thing. If a nuclear bomb hits L.A., Mm -hmm. A lot of us will survive if we can get to shelter in time. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, from what I've heard about nukes, they're they're less and more dangerous than we think. Like they're less dangerous to the people near where it lands because there are things you can get behind and stuff. But they're more dangerous because they'll wipe out all life on Earth through the climate change and, and right. destruction. Yeah. Also, if you like, <laughs> if you survive the blast and you're fine, and then you just walk outside the next day, you will be like the radiation will just end yeah. your life. And but then see, you like have cancer. That yeah. part's not necessarily true, and that's the part that I've always thought was I've always found really interesting. If you can get even if you can get inside your car until they give the okay to leave you stand a good chance of surviving a nuclear weapon as long as you're not in that blast radius really yeah i read there was a an article that came out in new york times maybe four or five years ago and it talked about what would happen if a nuclear weapon went off in la and like i'd be fucked because i'm downtown and it's probably going to hit downtown if it hits anywhere here Mm. but if you're outside that blast radius the more people who can get to, like, if everyone got to a building like the one we're in now and mm-hmm. got in the basement, most people outside the blast radius would survive. Wow. Because you just have oh. to wait for that radiation to pass over. The, the, the danger comes from if it's raining after, because then the fallout that's put up into the clouds is just going to get dispersed everywhere Ugh. via rain. You don't want rain, but you also don't want a nuclear bomb to go off on a bright, clear day. Because then the flash is just going to hit everybody. And that flash can blind you, the light from it. The weird thing about nuclear weapons is a lot of their destruction is after they go off. Mm -hmm. There's that first blast, and everyone in that blast radius is going to die. But then there's the flash that, like, if you're exposed to it, it's going to give you third-degree burns on your skin. But then there's a wind that comes after that, Mm. that if you've been hit by that flash, that wind is going to tear the skin off of you. And then it also, they used to do back in the 60s, all of these like public service announcements about keeping your yard clean and free of litter. And that's because nuclear weapons also rely on setting fires where there's a lot of debris. Mm. And then that's like the next stage of damage is all these fires that pop up. Mm Mm-hmm. And that scenario we've always heard where nuclear weapons and then they black out the sky and then we're all dead, that would take a a lot of strikes kicking up fires and then a firestorm starts and kicks all this smoke into the sky and then that's how we die. But just one, if, if North Korea launches one bomb and hits L.A., this network might carry on. <laughs> My girlfriend sent me an article in the post-Hawaii... Um, never forget Hawaii one ten eighteen. Yeah. Post Hawaii thing and it was like what to do and what'll happen. And I got halfway through the article and I just texted her back. Honestly, it would probably just be better to go stand out in the middle of the fucking street and get killed. Yeah. Instantly. Because your alternative is the marauding after. And I don't know if I'm gonna hold up well in that. Yeah, that's a lot of hierarchy and Yeah. And I'm yeah. not a gun guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I, I, think I would up. also miss the cues. I'd be like, we're, we're all being cool about this, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, be too optimistic about everybody's behavior. And then I'm stealing John's water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go dupe this guy into thinking things are cool. And what's crazy is just a few days after Hawaii, the same thing happened in Japan. Their TV uh, emergency oh, broadcast yeah. system cut in and said, hey, North Korea's bombing us. Everyone hide. 
But they were able to send out a retraction a couple minutes later so people didn't freak out as bad. Mm-hmm. Well, back to the, the drop-down menu, they said that they added a false alarm button. I've, I've, from what I read, part of what happened in Hawaii is that they sent out the thing and there was no method right. to retract <laughs> it. And they basically had to like call and cut through red tape for 38 minutes. Like they they knew what happened instantly. The guy clicked it and went, "Oh no!" immediately, and they yeah. knew that they had sent out this false positive immediately. <laughs> and it took thirty eight minutes of like, "Oh, we have to call this guy. I have to call Tom and it, and he has to call FEMA." And like, there was a so, there's so much red tape. It actually took thirty eight minutes to rescind it. Right. And what do you do first? You know what I mean? Like, it's such a colossal <laughs> screw up. That you're like, oh, who do I call? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, like, when you're, you know, like cleaning up around the house and you, like, accidentally break three plates, sometimes what you do is you're like, fuck, I'm going to go just into another room and, like, take a shower and just scream into a pillow for five minutes <laughs> before I come back and clean this up. Or I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to clean this up in the morning. That could have happened. Right. Like, yeah. didn't. like that guy hit the wrong thing in the drop down and his first reaction was like, you know what? I am going to have a donut today. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was not going to. Now I am. I today I get a donut. It. Yeah. Today I do. Hashtag FML. <laughs> I mean, did they talk about what happened in Japan? Was that another drop down menu? Or? The, in Japan, it was, they didn't really, because it's it's an Asian nation and they're they're like, we'll tell you what you need to know. Right. Don't worry. Yeah. They just said it was someone working on one of their online systems who accidentally triggered this warning that North Korea was about to attack. But they, unlike us, didn't have to wait. They must have already had the mechanism in place to send out the the JK text to follow it up (laughs) with the smiley face emojis. Kidding! (laughs) But at least we do know when the United States is finally hit with a nuclear weapon. I think we know where it's going. Probably Hawaii. This feels like right. This feels like that moment in history where we'll all be like, "Yeah, and remember they got that false alarm like three weeks earlier." Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little like Mothman kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> Have you seen the Mothman's been popping up in Chicago? Yes. Yes. What, what do you mean? You mean like the like Mothman the prophecies? Moth- yeah. Richard Gere. The Mothman. Ah, the Mothman of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, when he shows up, your bridges are coming down, baby. Yeah. <laughs> One of your bridges has fallen. Yeah. I love the Mothman because he is uh, this mythological figure that is alleged to have destroyed this bridge in Point Pleasant, West Virginia mm-hmm. that killed dozens of people. But there's also a festival in his honor every year because mm-hmm. maybe those people were pieces of shit i don't know <laughs> right right well i thought it was kind of like a he was like a warning guy yeah he's a harbinger of doom yeah and now he's yeah. been in chicago so <laughs> yeah maybe they're after chicago it could be yeah maybe they'll nuke chicago yeah. oh don't do that I no have, no chicago's yeah. neat cancel <laughs> Throwing that out into the universe. It's voice activated. <laughs> Alexa, nuke North Korea. <laughs> she said, I'm sorry, I'm not sure. Yeah, international diplomacy is hard. I mean, yeah. Alexa, you got to figure out how we're going to handle this. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about a couple other times in history when this has happened. Because I'm, I feel like I'm older than everyone in the room for the most part, right? Um, 35. Oh, so we're close. Yeah. So you kind of remember the 80s, right? Yeah. And the Cold War. It was such, like, I was sure there was going to be a nuclear war at some point when I was a kid. 
Yeah. It's also it's been weird to realize since the presidential election that the Cold War just kept happening the entire time. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. And then we lost mm-hmm. it now. Like, it's great. It's it's who knew, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the Cold War never stopped. Like it didn't stop. It will probably continue for centuries. Like yeah. we're just gonna hate yeah. the Russians. Yeah. We just never we just stopped fighting it. Right. We and didn't realize <laughs> we should have been fighting it the whole time. Yeah. 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 Because they had happy fun time Boris Yeltsin in office and that guy just drank and Right. Stumbled around the world stage, and we were like, <laughs> Russia. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of feelings of resentment after, you know, like kind of because we were like humiliating them afterwards. And they were like, okay, yeah, well, we're, we're not going to forget that. <laughs> and so yeah. then, yeah, it's not over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In the 80s, it was like mushroom clouds were making the cover of Time magazine like every fucking week. Ooh, that's a good get for mushroom clouds. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They were doing spots on late night. <laughs> they asked me to be the mushroom cloud of uh, of the year, but I said no. <laughs> I have other things to do, like golf. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a thing we just lived with. And they finally got rid of this system in favor of another. But how many, how many people in the room remember hearing this while you were watching TV? And it was... So disturbing. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. That would happen all the fucking time when you were watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. I think they kept this system. I'm just going to keep that shit going for a minute. <laughs> they, this is the test of the emergency <laughs> podcast system. <laughs> we just figure something's wrong <laughs> when you're listening. Did you see that this <laughs> year? This. Because um, January 1st was on a Monday. A bunch of stations were set to do their emergency broadcast at like midnight, like the end of the week. <laughs> so people are watching the, the ball dropping in Times Square. And then right as it hits... Zero, it, go, it goes like, this is a test of your... <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, That's God. awesome. So there was a crazy... The emergency broadcast system, I never realized this, but it was a very complex system. It involved a series of notifications and code words and things. And there was a situation in 1971. The, the emergency broadcast system was never used for an actual event because... Because it was lazy. Because it was lazy, <laughs> and also like what what there's only one or two things that could happen that would affect the nation. Right, that's true, and yeah. that's usually going to be a war or an attack of some sort. So we never got to use it, but there was one instance on February twentieth, nineteen seventy one, Kurt Cobain's fourth birthday, which I just knew that from. Yeah, just when I wrote the date <laughs> down, I didn't uh, have uh, to Google that or anything. You're the best. Yeah. Uh, On that morning, 9.33 a.m. Eastern Time, every station that was part of the emergency broadcast system got a notification of, it was 10 successive bells, which is a signal that meant an emergency broadcast system message was coming. (laughs) (laughs) 10 whole bells just to announce that there will be more news? (laughs) (laughs) Was that 9 or 10? I don't know. I didn't hear. (laughs) And... So then it spits out this sheet of paper that says this is an emergency action notification directed by the president. Normal broadcasting will cease immediately. And it also included the word hatefulness because the way the emergency broadcast system worked, 
you would, if you're part of it, you would get this first notification and it would have a code word and you had to look up that code word to make sure it was legitimate before you actually issue the warning. And we're talking about radio stations in the 70s. So it's a bunch of fucking Dr. Dr. Johnny Fevers who are all quaaluded up and getting these texts. And they're like, whatever, man. Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> but one guy in Fort Wayne, Indiana, actually got the notice and paid attention. There were a few stations, apparently. But this is the one that actually has been captured for all of time for us to hear. And it starts with a Partridge Family song. Which I think we can all enjoy. The ultimate harbinger of the apocalypse. Yeah, Yeah. the Mothman of 70s family rock. (laughs) This station has interrupted its regular program at the request of the United States government to participate in the emergency broadcast system serving the Fort Wayne area. During this period, many radio stations will remain on the air, broadcasting news and official information for areas assigned to them. This station will remain on the air and will serve the Fort Wayne area. If you are the missile is going to land the by the time area, this guy's done you talking. You should now yeah. tune your radio to other stations until you hear one which is broadcasting news and information for your area. You are listening to the emergency broadcast system serving the Fort Wayne area. Studio. Awaiting further information. So this is the actual W-O-W-O received this DJ who was working that day. Just moments ago. And we have to verify. If you listen to the whole thing, he sounds very tense. Special message in code, and this uh, is an emergency action directed Be- by the emergency uh. network. Because he's assuming. Well, we're. I'm about to tell you everyone that we're about to get bombed, you that or you something. Are to tune to the emergency station in your area. That is remaining on the air. WOWO will remain on the air here in the Fort Wayne area uh, to broadcast any emergency information. <laughs> they're just saying that they're point, they're they're going to be there and their news is coming. Nothing to cause this. We are waiting for Stuart Dan in the WOWO newsroom to bring us some information from any of our wire services. If anybody knows what's going on. We have been asked and to broadcast this, this goes on information immediately. For like four minutes. Bring you this guy has to just riff on the end of the world. I am standing by, ready to fill my diaper. Personally, I don't know. I like when he throws I into it. Like, I, I, I didn't do this. I haven't heard anything. His pictures on the YouTube video. cause of this emergency notification but we ask you to stay tuned this is Bob it looks like his face after they told him it was a false alarm here's first I was afraid oh that was <laughs> is this the emergency <laughs> music <laughs> please please do not call us to ask what find out the phone is jumping off the counter. Official emergency action notification. My notifications are blowing up. Indicating a national emergency. Please don't call me. Nothing now. We are watching our wires. You probably will find that. That was part of the recording. That was not me. That was not This includes the television stations. Now, please, if you are. 
in your area and your radio station is still If you're in your area. Yeah. Are the emergency He's just going to keep saying the word area audience. until he feels better. WOWO is now Woo-woo. broadcasting to yeah, its great, own great call letters, area, by the yeah. way. Really good. With reduced power if you're getting our signal <laughs> He's still weaker. obligated to, to say the, the station. This is WOWO, the best talk in the morning. For now. We are continually watching our wire. I urge all WOWO newsmen to report to our station immediately to help us. Oh, imagine it's your day off. You get up, shower, go in, and he's like false alarm. Yeah. We invite you to stay tuned to this station. Oh, thanks. If you want, or see if another station's still playing the Partridge Family. Momentarily. Yeah. So, oh my God, he's got another like minute left. Well, this is the part where he just looks left and right a bunch. This information is just in. This information is just in. From the AP Wire, attention news directors and all bureaus regarding the emergency broadcast message okay. which was sent by the Air Force on this wire about 9.30 this morning, Eastern Standard Time, and I am quoting direct, being completely honest. Run! It says <laughs> AT&T advises the AP that the Air Force at Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado put the wrong message on tape. Good God. Put the wrong taped message. The normal tape explains the message is merely a test. This is the one that we always receive at this time on Saturday morning. <laughs> you will be further advised when additional information is available. Bob. So, <laughs> if you think this hasn't been something here at the studio, the Air Force evidently then at Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado put the wrong message tape on the wire. And I have to explain some things to my wife. (laughs) System. All broadcast stations may now resume normal broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, this is W O W O. (laughs) Yeah. The after they sent that first message out, apparently the the way this system worked is if it was canceled, you also got a, a telex that had a word in it. You had to look up. And the right. first, the word was "law." JK. <laughs> yeah. The first telex they get saying it was a false alarm didn't have that word in it, oh. so the guy had to just be like, <laughs> "All right, uh, I guess this is still an emergency." Because the concern was that right. Russians would try to send out fake messages to oh, like yeah. maximize civilian casualties, mm-hmm. which that's grim. And yeah, like they read Don, our Partridge Family radio stations. Yeah. Pretty much. Us. <laughs> these, 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 these words, too. Hatefulness. Yeah, hatefulness. <laughs> I mean, good God. And the code word to cancel it was impish. Impish, yeah. Impish. Yeah. And they, Nixon brainstormed all of them. All the words. <laughs> they finally, at 10.13 a.m., more than half an hour after that <laughs> initial message. So that's... Think about that. That guy was riffing for probably 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, you're listening to, whoa, whoa, what the hell is going on? I don't know anything. Don't call here. Try another station. They finally, at 10.13 a.m., more than half an hour later, finally send out a proper cancellation. It says, cancel message sent at 9.33 Eastern Standard Time. Repeat, cancel message, message authenticator, impish. Yeah. And finally, they looked up impish and thought, oh, and said, oh, that, that means yeah, cancel. That Good. means cancel. We're safe now. <laughs> How fucking weird would that, like, just hearing that 
and not hearing this is only a test. Just yeah. hearing the emergency broadcast system part, and then you're just waiting and waiting. Yeah. I really like thinking about what he was doing during those couple of moments of silence where he's just like, somebody tell me what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> like anybody. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a different time. It's not like he could fire off texts while he was doing it. Yeah, he's like, somebody call my wife. Yeah. <laughs> God, that would be... <laughs> Yeah, I give him credit for not going full Kent Brockman with the ants invading from the Simpsons <laughs> kind of thing. Like, he, yeah. he pretty much stuck to the plan of like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I didn't. He, he didn't just like <laughs> tell everyone everything. You know, to his credit, yeah, yeah. Who's who's tough? The Hawaiians, that guy, probably other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great job, everybody. Yeah, there was another. Uh, this one happened in 2017. You remember? Th- we never heard much about this after it happened, but the Salem nuclear power plant in New Jersey, which hang uh, on, that, that how p- many Salem's are there? This is very confusing. <laughs> yeah. How many America are there? Yeah, we about don't 50. need more. <laughs> that part of the country, lots of nuclear power up there. Like there's yeah. that Indian, I think Indian River, mm. I think is the name of Native American River. Please, <laughs> <laughs> it's this big power plant that. They wanted to renew the lease, but people are worried about environmental concerns, so now it's shutting down in 2021. But lots of nuclear power up there. Yeah, and and that's happening with a lot of nuke plants. Like I don't know if you guys know the boob towers down by in between San Diego and here, San Onofre. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just going down because of protests, and it's a perfectly delightful pair of nuclear generators that look like a set of boobs right along the Pacific Ocean. Looks like them titties. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can continue. <laughs> That's right. This is uh the warning people in the area of the Salem nuclear plant received. A civil authority has issued a nuclear power plant warning for the following counties slash areas. Cumberland, Salem, New Jersey, at eight fifty four PM on May twenty third, twenty seventeen. Effective until 9.54 p.m., which that's a short window of time for a nuclear disaster. It sure is. Yeah. yeah. They're like, it's going to be like Chernobyl for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait it out. <laughs> and then it'll Wait be it fine. Out. Yeah. Just stay inside, New Jersey. Yeah. I know it's hard with all the things happening in New Jersey that you want to get out and check out. <laughs> Till 9.54, but I have dinner reservations at 9.53. <laughs> What'll I do? But what? <laughs> that's, that's me. Living near a New Jersey power plant. <laughs> but there wasn't much to this one. There, was, there wasn't an actual emergency. Someone They were conducting drills, and someone just mistook it for an emergency, which I don't know if I buy that. Like, how do you – like, if there's a drill, aren't you going to tell the people, like, especially the person responsible for notifying the, the surrounding areas that there's about to be a nuclear meltdown? Wouldn't you tell that person there was a drill happening? Yeah, that's the thing with drills, man. Like ev- everyone's throughout everyone's life in every school, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, in apartments I've lived in, every building I've worked in, it's like, all right, we're doing the drill today, or like, or they the they'll either announce the drill in advance so you don't give a shit, or they do they do the drill and they just, they pull the fire alarm and everyone's like, oh god, here we go. Yeah, and they yeah. kind of slowly move, and then there's what one teacher or whoever who's like, "Come on, this is a real fire," and they have their little hat on and stuff, and nobody <laughs> nobody gives a shit. <laughs> if a fucking fire alarm went off in this building that we're in right now, we'd be like, "Oh, those motherfuckers! Some fucking kid just pulled," you know? Yeah. Right. The whole there's got to be some sort of psychology of 
of you know boy who cried wolf yeah yeah boy who cried drill well even this <laughs> even if i got this notification i'd be like but it's not gonna explode right i can just stay inside they We're spilled rods or whatever right yeah, yeah. this it'll be it's okay fine. Like someone like if you if you're right there, you're going to be on some toxic Avenger shit. But yeah, <laughs> I should be OK. Right. Like this wouldn't it would freak me out, obviously. But I'd also be like, eh. I might try another county. <laughs> I think <laughs> if it's just those ones, I might. Try. Yeah, you know, maybe. It's not hard to get out of a county. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go to Paramus for an yeah, afternoon. Do yeah. some shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the city, baby. <laughs> but it like the what was the big nuclear meltdown? Three Mile Island. Yeah, yeah. If you go look into Three Mile Island, did anyone even get injured? I thought like, I thought that was a near miss, like it almost uh, Chernobyl, and then they like somehow figured it out. Yeah, I think I, I yeah. mean it released some nuclear material, but it yeah. was never it was never the situation that we made it out to be. I guess so. Oh, wasn't there? There was the Japanese one, uh, Fukushima. It, it, it yeah. kind of leaked, but it didn't blow up, kind of thing, right? Is that is that what happened? Yeah, there? yeah. And then it got hit with a tsunami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that didn't help. <laughs> no, well, I what... think that's what happened. The tsunami, the tsunami killed the power generators that kept the the rods, uh, like the cooling mechanism that that keeps the pools cold. That oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And basically just like a series of, of power outages because of the tsunami and earthquake fucked up that plant. Yeah, the way yeah. we store nuclear power in this country is always really concerning. It's just like in big underground pools that they're like, we hope the water doesn't drain out of those. Mm-hmm. We hope it stays cold enough, too, because yeah. like, the, the rods just flash boil the, the water. So they yeah. have to just be filling it with water. And Yeah. And the energy department controls the actual nukes, too, right? They're in. They're like... Who's tasked with? I think so. With that, and that's what you would want, right? Them taking care of. Them? Yo, they said yeah. like after they invented it, they were like, "Who, who, ha- what, do, what are we? Who has? Who's in control <laughs> of this? You know what yeah. I mean? Like they were like, "Who does it?" And I guess they eventually figured on that. But I don't know what the overlap is with how the military. You know what I'm saying? How all that yeah. interacts. Because in, in like the also the early history of the country having nukes, it was sort of just improvised as far as who is allowed to launch a nuclear strike. Like it's yeah. just, just Truman, through deciding that was the policy, said it that the president is in charge of that. No one was totally clear on it for a few years there. They yeah, were just trying to figure it out. Yeah, they all asked him, and he was like, uh, "Me." Uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's why Trump could do it now. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah. and every other president. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crazy. good. Yeah. <laughs> That's something to think about. Trump is in charge of our nuclear weapons right now. Yeah, man. Oof. Yeah. And his secretary I, of energy, Rick Perry, oh, who I'm wanted aware. to close the department. I'm yeah. aware. <laughs> we literally tried telling everyone. Yeah. And uh, half of us were like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. That's my choice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And he's, got a, and he's got a big button on his desk. And the biggest button. Yeah. But he doesn't. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. That, that's another thing with this Hawaii thing that we were talking about before. Like, how much stuff is button operated anymore? When when they were like, oh, somebody hit the wrong button. Why did we believe that? Not a lot is run on buttons. Yeah, yeah. it's all drop downs or clicks and stuff. That was a button for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh... it's not a steampunk future or something. Like, there's a lot of computers. So like... That is the lever. <laughs> I did an article. One of my really early cracked articles was about tiny mistakes that cause really huge catastrophes. 
and those big blackouts in New York in the 70s, which some people say kind of started rap music because all of these people who were interested in rap music were a, there was all this looting and they were able to get like turntables and mixers. And wow, shit. that's really? amazing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but that blackout happened because there was one button this guy had to push to stop this one generator from getting overloaded or whatever. And the piece of tape indicating what button you were supposed to hit in this situation had fallen off, and the guy hit the wrong button. Good God. And it caused a blackout in New York City for, like, four days. <laughs> yeah. Let's leave that to tape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what, that is one of those fucking want-to-get-away commercials. You fucking hit a button, and the entire East Coast blacks out. I think that might actually be... One of those want to get away commercials <laughs> where someone just causes a massive blackout. Yeah. It's like, you're not flying now, fuckface. You blacked out the airport. <laughs> <laughs> want to walk away? <laughs> so let's talk about another uh, Cold War era. This one is a real delight. For one thing, it happened in Wisconsin, which I, I have family there. I have ties to Wisconsin. Yeah, I like Wisconsin. Yeah. Did, yeah. They, did they do this? Did visit? they do it? Probably, yeah. yeah. What happened in Wisconsin, this happened right around the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis, which happened in October 1962. Uh, Kennedy put the Air Force on DEFCON 3, which is a big deal. And one of the protocols for DEFCON 3 is we send interceptors with actual nuclear weapons on them and just disperse them to various bases in small airfields throughout the country just so we can be ready for... The Russians and two squadrons from Selfridge Air Force Base in Michigan end up at Volk Field in Wisconsin, La Crosse, Wisconsin, I believe. At around midnight on October 25th, a guard at a base in Duluth, Minnesota, notices a shadowy figure attempting to climb a fence, assuming it was a Russian bent on sabotage. The guard shot the intruder and then set off the sabotage alarm, which sounds like this. In case you ever hear it, make sure if this uh, ever... Two jokes in a row. Both jokes, jokes are great. I didn't know your joke was coming. Both jokes are great. <laughs> Love them both. So if you ever hear this blaring from your uh, emergency <laughs> broadcast systems, something bad has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Or that, something cool. Yeah. <laughs> that is one yeah. of the best song openings of all time, by the way. Yeah, it is. It really is. It is. Every time you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking love this song. It's so good. <laughs> so the. Uh, <laughs> I like the idea that different emergency broadcasters are like different, uh, like baseball closers or something. <laughs> like they all have their own tune, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like the next administration comes in and now it's Thunderstruck. You know? Like, like, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Uh, so they set off the sabotage alarm because that was an actual concern because that was a concern. They were worried Russians would just show up and start trying to break shit, uh, around our nuclear weapons <laughs> yeah. because that's a more effective strategy than just launching those nukes you have in Cuba. <laughs> and this guy, he shoots the intruder, sets off the sabotage alarm. The problem is at Volk field, a different alarm went off. Are you still on the sabotage I alarm? I think so. <laughs> Every time you say the word sabotage, it starts over in my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> At Volk Field, instead of the sabotage <laughs> alarm, 
They got the uh, get in your planes and fly off into the system. (laughs) (laughs) Sabotage. (laughs) It's actually sabotage. No, I say it's sabotage. Sabotage the system. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorite exchanges of all time. Have you ever heard that? The director being like, can you just once say say sabotage? Oh, no, I haven't heard the director. You say sabotage. He's like, yeah, he's like, no, I say say sabotage. So, (laughs) yeah. I guess we have reached an impasse. Yeah, I speak future. Spock, sabotage the system. (laughs) He never says sabotage. He just says sabotage. (laughs) Oh, Kirk. (laughs) So they they get a completely different alarm at Volk Field, and they're like, well, the Russians are coming. Let's get in our nuclear-equipped, our nuclear-weapon-equipped jets and fly off into the night sky. Mm-hmm. And just as they're about to take off, a government vehicle with its lights on literally drives down the runway to stop them. Like, nope, nope, nope. False alarm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this guy, this is the jumpiest fucker ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, shoots a, he shoots a bear, has no idea. I mean, yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, shoot a guy and go look at him. Yeah, at least go check <laughs> because, the, yeah, the thing he yeah. shot was a bear. He shot a bear. Yeah, but he probably thought 40 more were coming. (laughs) (laughs) They said actual bears. No! (laughs) And, yeah, we didn't find out until like 30 years later that it was a bear that triggered all this. There was a bear trying to climb a fence, trying to pull off some sabotage. Wow. (laughs) And the, the guy shoots the bear, sets off the alarm, and we almost went to war over it. Yay! Yeah. Spock, yeah. sabotage the system. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it was kind of cool of them to cover up for that guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? But around the office, it'd be tough. Any, oh, yeah. Any bears out there? Dude? Pretty <laughs> shitty for that bear, for that bear to, to wait 30 years for justice. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That bear's like, I was trying to start a nuclear war. Thank right. you. I hope like one of his cubs cleared his name. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's how. It's a documentary. <laughs> this cub just crawling through the forest, eventually to a lawyer's uh, the Innocence Project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would watch that. So the last, the last one. I think everyone already knows the story of Stanislav Petrov, right? R.I.P. Uh, yeah. yeah, he did die recently. Yeah, last year. Uh, it's been covered all over the place. It was covered. We covered it on Cracked at one point. But Lieutenant Colonel Stanislav Petrov literally saved the world in 1983. Yeah. Because he was working in the, he was in the Russian army, and his job was to, if threats were detected, it was his job to send them on to the higher ups so they could react. And at one point, he gets uh, an alert that the United States had launched five nuclear weapons at Russia. Yeah. So most people in his situation would have been like, it's go time. Let me tell Gregory and whoever else yeah. <laughs> above me that it's time to launch. Right. The rest of the nesting doll. They're going to find right. out. <laughs> and this guy somehow was like, yet. <laughs> because he was like, well, if the U.S. was going to launch a, a strike, they'd use more than five missiles, right? Yeah. And that was his entire thinking. He was like, no, this is probably. I didn't know this story. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty famous story. They it's another one that got covered up until after the Cold War was over. Yeah, and then like Russia gave this guy all kinds of awards. I think we probably gave him an award at some point because yeah. 
he gets yeah. this alert and he's like, no, the U.S. would send all of their weapons. Probably yeah, what, what, what are they firing off a tease? Yeah, like why would they fire five? So he just reported it as a false alarm without yeah. actually knowing if it was a false alarm. Good God, man. And it was. Yeah. It was. He knew the system they were working with was uh, faulty and prone to false alarms. Yeah. And he knew there would be more missiles coming. So he was just like, nah, why go to war over it? Yeah. I mean, I think that's like the thing about all these things. It's like you're like, if somebody told me and I was in one of those positions, I'd be like, all right, well, who said it? And what, what, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, it just seems yeah. so ridiculous. But things like this, too, are a reminder that, yeah, we have these systems in place, but there's still people running them. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, if there's a nuclear weapon coming there, we have all these systems that would shoot them down. And it's like, yeah, but the guy shooting at it has to be good at the weapon he's firing. Yeah. Like, I think that's one thing where we're all really confident, I think, that, oh, we'll just shoot down a missile if it comes. And if you look into our systems that do that, wildly ineffective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the ones we have in Long Beach and Alaska shoot down maybe two out of every eight projectiles they yeah. fire at. So if North Korea fires ten, we might take out two or three. Right. But the rest will probably get through. Yeah, they're banned 250. That's a big leaguer, folks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Put them at first. Because the thing about it, you're... Blue holes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically. And even scientists explain it this way. You're trying to shoot a speeding bullet out of the sky with another speeding bullet. Right. Like, that's not going to be an exact science. And we think we have all these systems in place to protect us, but they're just run by people. Yeah. And I think that was the main reason why Star Wars never really got off the ground, because they were like, it doesn't work yet. Yeah. We're not going to give you money to make some shit that doesn't work. Yeah. I wish Star Wars would have worked. I just one time... Want to see us laser beam a fucking nuclear weapon in space? Yeah. Cool, For the yeah. audience, Star Wars was the name of an 80s missile anti-ballistic. Oh, missile yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Star, the, uh, Star Wars. I forget what it, what it actually stood for. The It was STDI. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that was the acronym? <laughs> yeah. The acronym was STDI. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> President <laughs> Reagan, uh, for your for your consideration, <laughs> we have two names for the ballistic missile defense, uh, STDs or uh, Star Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh, both? <laughs> <laughs> that was my Reagan. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. 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 Can you do an impression of Kennedy finding out it was a bear? <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a good Kennedy. Or, uh, it was a what? <laughs> It was a bear. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> kill that bear. I guess we did kill the bear. We did. What if we nuked Alaska over that? Send in your fucking bears, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Knew you should have stayed with Russia. So, yeah, that's, that's some other near misses that we've had in the past. And, uh, I mean, I guess they weren't near misses. They were just false alarms. Near miss is different. Yeah, I mean, but... Uh, uh, like with sl- way slower communications and just people being way more tense. All of these older ones scare me a lot more. Yeah. I mean, now that hopefully all around the country, people also went and added a false alarm option to their drop down. Yeah. <laughs> Not the, just in Hawaii. Yeah, the, I mean, <laughs> the new thing being added, I'm like, hide that whole menu. <laughs> like, don't show anybody. Like, don't worry, we added this. It's like, no. That whole thing needs to be done away with. I think what they've, what they've also done is nothing, uh, no single person can activate 
any of the actual yeah. ones, and in Hawaii and now I guess throughout the country, is if you click on ballistic missile incoming, there needs to be a second human to confirm that. Yeah. Oh, I got to get one of those double checker jobs. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to grab one of those. It's a whole new industry. Yeah, I'm the double checker. <laughs> yeah, I'm that second I don't guy. <laughs> actually, wait for the missile. I wait for the guy to say that there's a missile. <laughs> and I come in. Yeah, if I'm in the bathroom, you guys are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I got promoted. I never even see the missiles anymore. <laughs> so we don't have comments because we recorded uh, this. The exact same day as last week's episode, so we don't know what people got to say about next uh, about last week's. episode I think they yet. said it was the best episode yet. Oh, until they hear this episode, yeah, right, naturally. Yeah. Take that previous episode, yeah. <laughs> Anna Which and I Cindy is great. Oh, it was probably great. <laughs> no, it was really good. Yeah, we talked about gentrification. <laughs> <sighs> Moment of silence. <laughs> we don't even have comments. Oh, okay, sorry. But we have a love of music, Adam. Mm-hmm. We do have that. <laughs> so this was a lot of fun. Should we? Uh, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Or does anyone have anything to add about false alarms? Uh, no. Uh, I, I really would like to find out the timeline of Trump the, finding out about it. That that scares uh, that scares the hell out of me. I'm mean, like, I, I would. would ass- I w- I would assume it was all handled before he knew about it, mm-hmm. or he found out about it late in the game. Because from what you do read about what happens in that White House, even though a lot of the people who are in there who aren't Trump are, are evil, they all are pretty sure he's an idiot. Yeah. And, yeah. and it seems like they try and insulate him from having to do yeah, well, that much was of they, anything. What they say was the impact of Kelly was they said he can't – he's like, I can't control what he does, but I can control who talks to him. Yeah, so I would assume he probably didn't find out until – he's a need-to-know guy sort of guy. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't need to know a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, and for yeah, from what I've read, like I, it's it, – this would be a better story if I had a source handy, but I've read the uh, occasional interviews with – they say, oh, sources within the Pentagon and parts of missile defense have said that we basically won't look to Trump in that situation. <laughs> like, we'll, really? we'll just deal yeah. with it ourselves. It's probably not the worst And then thing. loop him in, I, I guess, when we're all dead. Like, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll just not bother. He's also like a good news sort of guy. He only wants to hear good news. Right. So, yeah. like, if you know that, if you know your boss is going to get pissed off that that happens and also be confused and, like, try to start a war with Hungary or something like that, you might be like, Hey, the, this thing, bad thing happened, but we fixed it, and you did a good job today, sir. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I read yeah. that he was pleased that they took the blame, which of, of <laughs> course they're gonna. Like he's yeah. just like he's like at least it's not on me. It was like the only thing he had to say about it. Like yeah, you know I mean? like for some reason I'm upset at Hillary about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you look, CNN has an article up right now called uh, "Timeline of Trump's Actions During the Hawaii False Alarm." And it's all really just a bunch of him uh, golfing, and it, the wow. the point where he's briefed it says time unknown, but also it's right in between <laughs> one ten p.m. and one thirteen p.m. So put that one eleven, one twelve. Yeah, let's call that one twelve. Why not? Right, one twelve where the players dwell. <laughs> <laughs> so so it said at twelve thirty five he was between the fourteenth and fifteenth holes. So I, he's probably wrapping yeah. up, you know. It's, so a half hour later, he's probably hitting the nineteenth. So a little, the little cheeky mimosa. It was one oh seven, one oh seven p.m. Eastern time when the uh, the notification started. Trump was probably told about five minutes later, and by 
120 people in Hawaii were starting to tweet and post to Facebook that it was a false alarm. But Trump was still on the golf course as of 138. Time unknown again. So 149, he arrives back at Mar-a-Lago. And at that time, he speaks with National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster and White House Chief of Staff John Kelly by secure phone line from Mar-a-Lago. And uh, Trump asked them to oversee the uh, response to the situation. All right, deal with it. Yeah, but he <laughs> never once got on his Twitter and was like, yeah. hey, it's fine, everybody, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, his, it says his first statement after it was a tweet about the Michael Wolff book and how it's not true. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, his, his first tweet finally at 5.08 p.m. was, so much fake news is being reported. They don't even try to get it right or correct it when they are wrong. They promote the fake book of a mentally deranged author who knowingly writes false information. The mainstream media is crazed that we won the election. Yeah, who's we? Listen, if, if you <laughs> want to believe, if you want to believe that shit, fine. But you could at least be like, "Hey, sorry about the missile. It was a false alarm, sort of thing. Sorry, we got it covered." Right. Speaking of things that are fake, here's this book. Right. I don't agree with that, but that's. At, yeah, that's as an a creative segue. guy. That's a great segue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't beat it. Yeah, hire me to do your Twitter, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a me first thing. Please, I think. I think honestly, if he was informed, it'd just be like, all right, well, we're, take me to the fucking bunker. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like every man for himself. And yeah, me, and me first. You yeah, know? let's get to the Denver airport. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> let's go to the Mall of America and start firing back. <laughs> <laughs> President Trump like sends it up to Super President Warhorse, who then deals with the issue. <laughs> so yeah, that's thank you for looking that up for me. That's of course. So that's a brief a brief history of false alarms, not just in this country. Well, no, they were all in this country. Well, except the Russia one. Yeah, it's probably who knows, probably a thing that'll happen a lot more, or we'll just see actual alarms when the missiles are coming. Yeah. Who knows. But it did when it happened. I was like, "Oh, so when we do get bombed, it's going to be Hawaii, probably." Mm-hmm. That's why they're gearing up for that. But uh, yeah, this was fun. Yes. Yeah. What do we have to? We should plug some stuff before we get out of here. John, do you have anything to plug? Uh, listen to Profiles and Eccentricity on the Unpopular Opinion Network. Please do. It's a fantastic podcast. People Having a lot God of fun. Damn, love it. Yeah. It's fun. so funny. Thank you. And. Yeah. You you learn things. Thank you. I mean, not like, not things you're going to want to like take back to the family when no. you go back for Christmas. No, you don't want to tell them about the teak. No, you don't. Wanna when tell are we going to get the, get an open mic going there? You I I do I do would love to do an open mic. I talked about it today. <laughs> I was like, I'd love to get an open mic going at the Tiki Adult Theater because they do have a stage. <laughs> And uh, it's just a good little room. I can, you know. I'm used to people jerking off during my set. I would be. <laughs> yeah. I would have no problem with it. <laughs> yeah, they can't help themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what do you have to plug? I am on Twitter at Alex Schmitty, and then my website alexschmitty.com has show dates. And I'm teaching a workshop at the People's Improv Theater Chapel Hill on February 3rd. So if you're in North Carolina, come hang out and do a workshop about sketch comedy. Very, Very nice. Yeah. Go learn some things from Alex. Yeah. And it's a new theater. They're doing a whole thing there. Are Dukies welcome? Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm pro Dukies. Don't tell uh, UNC. Oh, no. Oh, oh God. I just created some North Carolina Ooh. beef. Yeah. yeah. North Carolina. Take your shirt off. Wave it around your head like a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a P.D. Pablo I, reference. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. 
I uh, thought you just knew like a practice. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, what do you have to plug, guys? Oh Big man, Brother is coming back <laughs> soon. It might be back what, by the time this airs. You got to follow my podcast, Hey Julie, on Twitter at Hey Julie BB. Subscribe, Hey Woo-hoo. Julie, Celebrity Big Brother. Who cares about the Winter Olympics, bro? I do. Oh God, some <laughs> nah. some housewife is is getting drunk in Burbank somewhere. And they're showing it on CBS, and I'm doing a podcast about it every morning. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Brett Raider. I'm into that. Yeah. The podcast, not following you on Twitter. Yeah, no way. <laughs> All right, this was fun. We should get out of here. John, say goodbye. Bye, everybody. I love you. Alex, say goodbye. Bye, folks. Brett, say goodbye. Spock sabotage the system. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Oh, <laughs>